Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Jordan and Drew, the sports crew, a very special episode here today. Jordan and Drew, obviously we're on Jordan Lorenz, joined with the one and only Drew Skyberg. That's right. I'm here for a special because this is a big one. Johnny Tim is back on the podcast. I mean, besides Robert Schimmick, the first ever three-peat to make it on. Johnny, how are you doing? Doing great, Jordan. How are you today? Oh, man. Absolutely fantastic. Drew, was Mr. Tim, was he the first college athlete spotlight or was he number two? He was number one, I think, right? I thought he was the I first. So, yes. He was first. And I think Clay was the first to be three or second to be three pitted other than Robert. So I think oh, Johnny's number three. Right. So you might be right. Yeah. But well, I, still that, impressive. That's Clay. So yeah, absolutely. It's the third to three Pete. Nothing wrong with that. But here we are today. As you can tell by the title, you are listening to our college bowl game special. This is going to be big. We're going to break down each and every bowl game, predict our score. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that. We're not going to bore you with our score for every bowl game. But we are here today to talk about Heisman finalists. We're talking about this new bowl the NCAA added for one year. And we're going to talk about the big six along with the Badgers. And obviously with the big six comes the college football playoffs. We'll get in-depth with all of our discussion on the big four, the big two games coming up, followed by the championship. But first, Johnny, you, you went ahead and created a little bowl predictions challenge. We promoted the link, but for people who are new, haven't seen it, tell them what it's all about. It's pretty simple and straightforward. Yeah, so basically on ESPN, every bowl season, they'll have what's called the Capital One Bowl Mania. And similar to March Madness, you pick whoever you think is going to win. Only it's not really a bracket. It's just you pick the winner of every individual bowl game. And right now there's 44 bowl games, including the playoffs. So our competition is just predicting the winner. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. I don't think we'll have any tiebreakers because the likelihood of anyone picking all 44 is correct. But besides that, um, entry is free. Um, obviously, the link is on Jordan Drew the Sports Crew. It's on my social media platforms. And, hey, we got some prizes to throw out there, too, for the fans. Um, first prize, we'll get a $25 Quick Trip gift card on my behalf. And second prize, we're getting a DQ gift card for 15 correct? You bet. Yep. And that'll be on behalf of the former DQ workers and Drew and Jordan. <laughs> you got to promote our old workspace. Anything <laughs> else to add for that, Drew? No, he, he hit on it all. Make sure to fill it out. I believe we're at like 18 or 19 right now. Uh, well, goal, the original goal, we want to get to around 30, 32 people. Hopefully we can beat that. It closes December 17th at like 11, 11 a.m. or something because that's when the bowl game starts. So there's still, you guys still got a week to fill this thing out. So we can certainly get that number up and let's do it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Today's December 10th. If you're listening right away on the Friday when it drops one week from today, December 17th is the first bowl game. We'll talk about that when we get there. But first, the Heisman Trophy finalists have been announced. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Aiden Hutchinson, and Kenny Pickett. Those are the four heading into it. I'm going to read right from CBS Sports. Nice little description for each of them. Bryce Young first. It says Young has been one of the most dominant forces in college football this year. The sophomore signal caller from the Crimson Tide led his team to yet another SEC championship. This was insane. It was one of our stat of the weeks. Throwing for a record 433 yards in the SEC championship game, dominating previously undefeated Georgia. Young has thrown for 4,322 yards, 43 touchdowns to just four interceptions. So that is unreal from Bryce Young. Two more quarterbacks. The Ohio State quarterback, C.J. Stroud, obviously can't say enough good things about him. Well, 
maybe we can because his team didn't make it to the playoffs, unlike Michigan. But he had 3,862 yards, 38 touchdowns, five interceptions for CJ. And then Pittsburgh quarterback Kenny Pickett is the other man to get on here. 4,319 yards, 42 touchdowns, seven interceptions. So those are the three quarterbacks. Let's start with them, guys. Drew, I'll go to you first. We were talking about it before, but we basically think Bryce Young is the best quarterback in college football right now, and he is the front runner to win the Heisman. Exactly. I mean, right now, Bryce Young, he's the most important player on the number one team in the country. I think when you say can say that about someone, I think you're talking about the Heisman winner. Um, Vegas agrees. They got a minus 4,000 right now. It's not even close. Uh, oh, my goodness. Projected winner. Yeah, by a long shot. So, yeah, I got Bryce Young easily. Yeah, so Johnny, before we get to you, I just wanted to say real quick, our fourth Heisman finalist, but if you aren't familiar with betting, so if he's a minus 4,000, that means you would have to put a $4,000 bet on him just to return $100. So that's how big of a favorite he is. Aiden Hutchinson is the fourth player, a defensive end from Michigan. If you've been paying attention to this Michigan team, you know how much of a force he has been. 14 sacks, third most in the nation. So that's his big claim to fame, but... Johnny, the Heisman doesn't often go to a defensive player, so it seems pretty fitting that he was just kind of thrown in here so they had someone other than a quarterback. You're exactly right, Jordan. I mean, other than Charles Woodson, I think there has never been another defensive Heisman winner. And obviously, like Drew said, a guy like Bryce Young being the number one player for the number one team, playing for Alabama and Saban, you really can't say no to that. And we saw him have his Heisman moments as he – ultimately led Alabama to the big SEC championship win over Georgia. However, I do agree that um, Aiden Hutchinson should get some recognition because, I mean, he's a defensive player in the Heisman race. And we saw, ultimately, I think he was the MVP of the Ohio State-Michigan game when he came up with three sacks. And I don't know, every guy has their Heisman moments. But I think the only two that really stood out were between Hutchinson and um, and Young for Alabama. I would have to agree. I, Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh, I wasn't even too familiar with him, to be honest. So I was a little thrown off to see him in there. But I think we're all in agreement for Bryce Young. Any other Heisman comments for either of you? Yeah, I got one more, Jordan. Um, looking now at the FanDuel odds, it gets even crazier. We got Bryce oh, Young boy. minus 6,000. Oh. And then... I mean, Aiden Hutchinson, the other guy Johnny mentioned with the Heisman momentum, he's actually at second right now with plus 1,800. He's ahead of Pickett and Strode here. So it's pretty cool to see a defensive player maybe finish as the runner-up to the Heisman this year. That would be big. I would certainly love to see it. So plus 1,800, if you put 100 bucks on him and he wins, you'd win 1,800. So it might be worth the risk, but I wouldn't do it. That's for sure. So definitely, it's probably not worth it unless you got that much money, but So let's talk about real quick, when I was doing some research before we got on, I saw the NCAA, it says they added a one-time replacement bowl game. So this was interesting. After the Division I Football Oversight Committee approved a request to waive the April 1st bowl game certificate application on Thursdays afternoon, this year's bowl season will now include 42 games and allow for all 84 bowl-eligible teams to participate. So originally it was going to be 41, but now... Here we are looking at the Hawaii Bowl as every team with six wins is bowl eligible. Hawaii was six and seven. And because they played that extra game, making it 13, the committee, for whatever reason, said, "Uh uh-uh, they're not going to be in. But Hawaii is now in and they will be playing Memphis. So I believe this was already in our college bowl game prediction. But if not, just make sure to double check before you go 
and officially submit them by the time it comes. But I just thought this was interesting. The San Francisco Bowl is the one that got canceled. It's usually Pac-12 against Big Ten, but that's not happening this year. We're now getting Hawaii against Memphis. Hawaii gets to play in the Hawaii Bowl, so a nice fitting way to end their season there. And other than that, it is time to preview these bowl games. So like I said earlier, December 17th, Drew mentioned it. I think our bowl thing ends at around 11 o'clock. That's because at noon in Central Time, the Bahamas Bowl takes place. Middle Tennessee versus Toledo. That is the first bowl game. Just wanted to give a big shout out to the one and only Tanner Regan, former Lincoln graduate. He is on that Toledo team, so it's good to see him get going there. The Bahamas and the Cure Bowl are the first two ones taking place. And my other shout out goes to Central Michigan, Davis Hines, and he plays there. Central Michigan has themselves in a bowl game on December 31st. That is against Boise State. So down at 4.30, and then the other one at noon for Middle Tennessee and Toledo. But we are here today, and before we get into the Big Six, let's get into the Las Vegas Bowl. December 30th, guys, we're staying up late, 9.30 p.m. start time, as our Wisconsin Badgers play Arizona State University. This has a 42.5 point over-under. Badgers are favored to win by 7 right now as it stands so we're coming into this game the Badgers they had a chance to go to the Big Ten Championship they fall to Minnesota lose the axe lose their chance to make it Iowa just got demolished in that game so that could have been us but you never know at the end of the day now we have Arizona State Johnny what are your expectations for this game and do you know a whole lot about Arizona State I expect Wisconsin to just go in and play their very best game I mean obviously they were on a very hot streak until Minnesota took all that away, and taking the axe away was extremely hard to watch. But, however, you got to move on from tough losses like that. And for a lot of these players, especially the seniors, I mean, this bowl game is their last chance to make something big before they try to go pro or the next level. So I think we're going to see a, a good performance from this Wisconsin team. Now, Arizona State in the past, and although this – this is a new team. Arizona State is a team that Wisconsin historically has struggled with. I think back in 2010, they played them. It was a three-point game. Back in 2013, they lost by two. And eight years later, they'll be squaring up in the Las Vegas Bowl. So coming out of the Pac-12, not a very strong conference, but Arizona State, not the worst at football either. So it'll be. I think it will be a good matchup. I think a six, seven-point differential is a good way to see it, but only time will tell. Hopefully we see a good performance out of Braylon Allen to finish up his freshman year. Hope the defense continues to play strong. And, yeah, looking forward to it. Drew, what do you got on this one? Yeah, I really like Wisconsin in this game, like, a lot. Um, I think Braylon Allen has great game. I think you're just going to run the ball against this Arizona State team. And, look, rightfully so, Wisconsin's a favorite. This Arizona State, looking through their schedule, looking just at the games they've played, they have some not-so-good losses. I mean, if we look right here, they lost to Washington State, 34-21. That's not really a, a great loss. And then, um, I mean, no loss is great, but that one really sticks out. And then Oregon State, just Saturday, November 22, they lost 24-10. So they've lost to some teams that are certainly not so great. But again, Wisconsin, I mean, they have some struggling games. But, I mean, that Oregon State one was just a few weeks ago. So that's some, something definitely alarming to look at. But I think Wisconsin, yeah, they play that run, just the heavy run style of their offense, kind of make not have Mertz throw the ball a lot. I think that's when they get into trouble, you know, Mertz with his turnovers and of course, but 
like this Wisconsin defense, of course, the one of the best defenses still, I think, in the country. I still think you can make that argument. So I, I really like Wisconsin in this game. I could I would even say I got them as like two score favorites, at least, I think. I really like Wisconsin in this. Yeah, that's gonna well. That was going to be my next thing. I was going to have us make a score prediction, but sticking to that defense first with 241.4 total yards allowed a game. I mean, this Badgers defense is crazy. Also first against the run, allowing just 65.8 ASU. They're 36th against the run averaging or allowing an average of 131 rushing yards per game. Braylon Allen can get that by himself if he wants to. So we'll have to see how that fares, but with this foul, the bowl, the bowl, I should say. Here we are, Thursday, December 30th, 9.30 p.m. I'm going Wisconsin is going to win 24 to 10. That is my prediction. All right, Johnny, you go next. I'll put Wisconsin at a victory of 27-20. Okay. Ooh. All right, I'm going to go. I'll go 35-14. I'll go something nice and simple. Oh, I'm going to go wow. three scores. I like was Yeah. I was a little surprised to hear that, but hey, we can't bet against these Badgers anymore, especially last time of the year. And sometimes they like to struggle in bowl games, but that's more of the bigger ones. We're in the the Rose Bowl and stuff like that. But thankfully, we're not in there. We're in the Las Vegas. I mean, obviously, we would like to be in it. But the Rose Bowl this year, Ohio State against Utah, January 1st. That game is being played. Obviously, we know it's in Pasadena, California. OSU against Utah. OSU, and they're coming into this one with C.J. Stroud. Obviously, man, we talked about, but does anyone think Utah has a chance to knock out Ohio State in this one? No. No. I feel, like we'll see a, I feel like we'll see a first quarter fight, but I feel like Ohio State's got it by a good three, four touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think it's going to be a great Rose Bowl to celebrate on New Year's Day. It's one of those ones where it's a little of a mismatch on paper. And, yeah, I mean, you just got to go into it and hope for you're the best if you're playing against Ohio State. But they're only a six-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under on this game is 66-and-a-half points. That is unreal. But Ohio State is the favorite in that Rose Bowl game. Let's go also on the first. Notre Dame is playing Oklahoma State. This is one I am really looking forward to. I think this is going to be a battle. It's just a two and a half point favorite for Notre Dame as they come into this one. Oklahoma State was pretty close to making it into the playoffs if we would have seen an Alabama or Michigan loss. And Notre Dame, a team that many would argue probably wouldn't deserve to be in the playoffs just because of them being independent and stuff like that. So, Drew, I'll start with you. This Fiesta Bowl is going to be a fun one. Oklahoma State, Notre Dame. I think it will be, too. I'm um, looking, of course, Notre Dame's only loss um, that came when they against Cincinnati when they only scored 13 points. Um, I'm gonna go here. I like the I like the Cowboys here of Oklahoma State. I I mean they were this cl- they were really close to making potentially the college football playoff. Really, if we look at it, um, but I don't know if they would have made it. But looking at it, I I got yeah Oklahoma State. I don't know by how much, but I'm certainly gonna pick them in this game. Johnny, what are you thinking? I'm going to go with you, Drew. I have Oklahoma State. Um, I feel like they're going to play this game with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder after what happened to the Big 12 championship. And I just feel that although Notre Dame is the same team all year, um, Brian Kelly's presence not being there as he is no longer the head coach there, I just don't feel like they'll be able to pull it off. And I've, I like this Oklahoma State team. I think they've been playing very well all year. Uh, unfortunately, we aren't able to see them in the four-team college football playoff, but I think they 
come away with a Fiesta Bowl championship. It would have been a pretty stacked college football playoffs if they had eight teams this year. If you would have teams like Ohio State, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State in it. But I know we're not all the biggest fans of the expansion. Johnny, what's your thoughts on that real quick? I mean, it makes sense why they only have four teams. Obviously, there's five power conferences, but only four spots. But it's really survival of the fittest. I mean, we see it every year, just blowouts happen in the playoffs. And it's like the top four teams are there for a reason. It's supposed to be difficult to make it, unlike March Madness where there's 64 teams. And although it would be cool to see an 18 playoff, I don't know. It, it just wouldn't have the best teams truly competing for the national title. So although I complain about the 14 playoffs, I, I think it's, it's right that they have it. Yeah, the only other thing I think is acceptable is eight. And even that, it's kind of pushing it because then you're pushing us back a few weeks and it's even longer. But that's there. I'm going to go Notre Dame just to be different. I'll take them to beat Oklahoma State probably by three points or something. That'll be a close one. Probably one of the bowl games I'm most looking forward to out of the, the bunch. The other one on New Year's Day, these are two teams I'm not the most familiar with. They were putting Baylor up against Mississippi. This is our Sugar Bowl, 7.45 p.m. Baylor, just a one-and-a-half-point favorite, 54 over-under. I mean, I'll take Baylor as the favorite in this one, another one that should be rather close unless either of you think differently. Johnny, you can go first. I do feel it'll be a close game. Um, Baylor, obviously, coming off of the huge win that I don't think anybody saw coming over Oklahoma State. Um, I'll have to go with you. I do see Baylor beating Mississippi State, or Ole Miss, I should say. And although Ole Miss is coming out of the SEC, all the hype, all the big games they've played all year, I think Baylor's a stronger team, and I think they'll come away with this one. Okay, well, I'll go differently. I'll go Ole Miss. Uh, good, yes. Good. Matt Coral, I mean, their quarterback, great, great player, phenomenal player. And I think, I mean, if he, he plays a big part in this game, I think, I think they could certainly beat Baylor here. I mean, they showed up. I mean, we saw them show up big, of course, Big 12 championship over Oklahoma State. But I think certainly, I don't know. I Their defense plays, I think, big against Coral, really keeping him in check. I think they got this game under control. But who knows? And I, I like Ole Miss here. I, I think it'll be close, though. Give it one score, maybe three, maybe seven, something like that. Yeah, I think that's the fun part of some of these games, at least in the New Year's Six. We always get a few close ones that come down to the wire. And our next one here, it's the closest one yet, the Peach Bowl. So we're going back to December 30th. Michigan State plays Pittsburgh. MSU is just a one-point favorite, 59.5 point over-under. I feel like you could definitely take the under in a lot of these games. But Thursday, December 30th, 6 o'clock, Michigan State and Pittsburgh. I'm going Michigan State. I always like to cheer for the Big Ten teams when they're in the bowl games, but Pittsburgh is certainly a good opponent for him, Drew. Exactly. Um, I think, I don't know, I, I don't like this matchup for Michigan State whatsoever. Again, I'm going to go bold here. I'm going to take Pittsburgh, and, okay. and you got the they got the best player playing on both teams in Kenny Pickett, and I think, I mean, that's assuming he plays. If he, if he opts out for, like, you know, if he opts out of the bowl game to get ready for kind of for the draft, I certainly have Michigan State, but I think if Kenny Pickett's playing the game, I got Pittsburgh. I hate it when players opt out of a bowl game to go f- prepare for the draft, but whatever suits them best. So you're up next, Johnny. Yeah, Jordan, you're right. I guess we really forgot to consider how many players for every team will opt out and train for the draft. That's true. Anyway. Because, I mean, I guess from a lot of guys' perspective, if you're not in the playoffs, not competing for a championship, like then what? then what is there to it to play in a bowl game? But back to the Michigan State-Pittsburgh game, like Drew said, Pickett, best guy on the field, um, 
Michigan State had a really good year. Um, unfortunately, I do like this Pittsburgh team. I, I did not expect them to come out as ACC champions this year. I mean, everyone, Clemson being the powerhouse and all that, but I like this Pittsburgh squad, and I think Pickett goes out, has a great game coming off the Heisman ceremony, and I think they come away with a win. And we will have to see indeed. And I guess I get your point of if you're not in the playoffs, what's the point of playing? But I feel like it's just a nice little send-off. You know, you got one more game, mm-hmm. one a bowl game. It's a nice one. You're likely going to get on TV, some nice national exposure. I don't see why you wouldn't play, but I'm not in that position. So who Injury. Am I to judge? That's Injury, what I always think of. Yeah, potentially. But, I mean, I guess that'd be kind of bad if it's your last game and you go and get hurt and that ruins your draft stock. But I don't know. We'll have to see if he does play, though. Pittsburgh could certainly be a favorite. I'm sticking with MSU, and I don't think we're going to be a disagreement on this one. College football playoff, <laughs> semifinal, number one, the Cotton Bowl, Alabama, 13.5-point favorites over Cincinnati. This could be one of those where Alabama just kind of underestimates them. I'm sure they won't, but you never know. They could come into it, and Cincinnati could take a lead right away and then be in control, but I highly doubt it. I have Alabama by probably 30 in this game. Johnny, you can go first. I agree. I think four touchdowns, three or four touchdowns, maybe five is a good margin of victory for Alabama. And although I, I picked Alabama to win in my bowl mania, but I'm cheering for Cincinnati. I'm so sick of Alabama. I was really hoping Georgia would come away, deliver them the second loss, but Alabama's back on top. And if Cincinnati doesn't step it up, they've got a clear shot to the national championship again. Yeah, exactly. I was with you, though. I was hoping Georgia would beat Alabama, but then I figured somehow, some way, the committee would still find a way to slip Alabama in his four. But here we are stuck with them at one, Drew. Yeah, I I was wanting to think of a scenario where this could be like maybe a two-score game for Cincinnati, like only losing by two scores. But now putting it all together, I mean, they, the Bearcats, they really haven't faced a guy like Bryce Young yet this year. So it's kind of tough to even think of that considering how he played against Georgia last last week. So... Yeah, I'm going to go four, score, four scores probably at least here for, for Alabama. It's going to be a blowout, I think. It's just when you look at like who Cincinnati's played, it's like, who have they beaten? They haven't really beaten. I mean, they started the year in Notre Dame. That's like their claim to fame. And then you're beating guys like Navy and SMU. And it's just they're not really beating teams that they need to beat, especially ones of the caliber of Alabama. So I am, though, like you, Johnny, I'm sure you are too, Drew, but I'm rooting for Cincinnati. You never know. That would be a huge upset could be in for a miracle there but now we move on to a much much better game georgia and michigan the orange bowl again friday december 31st this one later at night now now we're at 6 30 hard rock stadium miami gardens florida i would say this is probably like the second biggest bowl game i am looking forward to as michigan faces georgia two seed against three seed it's usually always the closer one out of the bunch but here we are in it, and I know that Georgia's a seven-and-a-half-point favorite, but I still really like Michigan in this game, Drew. Yeah, I, I understand. I mean, with Hassan Haskins, they got a they got a great running back, and then they have a great they have great defense in general. Of course, we talked about Hutchinson already. Um, yeah, Michigan, certainly a great team here, but I think Georgia coming off that loss, I think they're going to rebound pretty well. And I think, I think Stetson Bennett, I think the quarterback for Georgia, I think he's going to have a great game. And I really think we're going to see the SEC championship game as a rematch for the championship, but we'll have to wait and see. Johnny, what do you think here? I mean, go big blue. They've had a absolutely Cinderella of a season, obviously with knocking off Ohio state and 
destroying Iowa in the Big Ten Championship. And quite frankly, I know you guys did not think that Michigan would make playoffs week one. Did you guys? No. Oh, no. No. So, I mean, great for Michigan for getting to the playoffs. And similar to the Alabama-Cincy game, I'm rooting for Michigan. But I just think Georgia's SEC firepower and all that, it's just not going to be able to be competed with from Michigan's standpoint. I think this Michigan squad has nothing to be ashamed of. Harbaugh did a great job this year. And, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe they do come away with a win. However, I do think Georgia comes away with a – I'm going to put 17-point win. Wow, okay. That's pretty big. Bold. It's uh, – I mean, it's all signs are pointing to an Alabama-Georgia rematch in the national championship, and rightfully so because that's a money game. Everyone will want to tune into that one, see if Georgia can come back or see if – Alabama can do it again, but let's do it right here, right now. Our predictions. Who is winning the national championship this year? Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, or Cincinnati? I will go first, and I will say Alabama, sadly. Johnny, go second. I I want time. Sadly, yeah, I agree with you. It it probably will be Alabama. Unreal. I'll go go Alabama, too, looking at it. it's hard. It's hard to go any other team. I mean, with Alabama, how they perform against Georgia, it's just it's tough. Well, and it's also tough because I think if Michigan does beat Georgia, sure they're coming in on a high, but I don't think Michigan has what it takes to beat Alabama. I think Georgia has what it takes, yep. so it would take a Georgia win there. And I just predicted Michigan, so I'm not going to go against that and be bold to pick Georgia. I think Michigan beats Georgia, Alabama, Michigan in the championship, and Alabama wins that one by ten or something. Breaking news right now. I just saw. That, the one and only Bryce Young, he won the Davey O'Brien Award, so best quarterback in the NCAA over Kenny Pickett and C.J. Stroud. So all signs pointing to the Heisman Trophy going to him. Do you guys have any other final comments, thoughts, anything about any of the other bowl games? Uh, I do. I got one more. Um, I know you mentioned Central Michigan. You were shouting out your guy. I got to shout out Luke Gedeke, too, from Valders there and We'll see where, I mean, he's, he was also invited to the senior ball as we already announced. So hopefully things are looking, looking up for him, like looking NFL big for him. So congratulations to Luke Gedeke on being in that, on that bowl team as well. Woo. Anything else for you, Johnny? Um, Props to the college football playoff committee for allowing Cincinnati to be in. I mean, a school from the American athletic conference, I just didn't think they'd let them in. I thought a one loss Notre Dame team would beat him up but I guess the head-to-head matchup really solidified it so I, I, th- I think it's very cool that we see a non-power five team in this year I am in agreement that is the first time it's ever happened and maybe it is pointing to the committee opening up the doors a little bit more so we'll have to see you never know Notre Dame goes undefeated next year maybe they could find their way in we'll have to see but the other bowl I did want to mention is on December 29th nice early game in the morning the first ever Fenway Bowl, Virginia and SMU playing at Fenway Park. That is going to be a ton of fun. Can't wait to see that one take place. But other than that, I think that does it, guys. Don't forget to join our college bowl game predictions challenge. I think Johnny said it was 44 bowl games. I mean, it's a lot, but it doesn't take you a whole long. It shows you um, right there. It shows the win-loss records for each team. It shows who the country is picking to win. So if you want to be basic and pick with everyone else to be safe, you can go ahead and do that. Like we said, we aren't going to break down all the bowl games. We certainly don't know enough to talk about them all. And we made a lot of guesses in our bowl game predictions challenge, but we hope it works out in the end. Johnny, you want to give out the prizes one more time? Tell the people what they have to win. 
Yep. Remember, guys, it's free to enter. Um, first prize is a $25 Quick Trip gift card. And second prize is a $15 Dairy Queen gift card. So no fee in entering, but there's always a chance to win. So It's like the bracket challenge where you could know nothing about any of the teams, make your prediction, and end up doing the best. Because we like to overanalyze and overthink our things. So you never know what could happen. Johnny, thank you for coming on. You can shout yourself out one more time. Thanks for having me, Jordan. Um, be sure to follow me on Twitter at Johnny Tim and then on Instagram at Johnny Tim 25. Watch those St. Norbert games. I know you're posting the links. Johnny's doing some analyst work, some color commentary, maybe a little play by play. A lot of fun to watch. So keep on the lookout for that. Drew, any final comments or just shout yourself out? Hey, you guys know the drill. Drew Skyberg, Gary W S K Y B E R G on all the social media platforms. So. Absolutely every single one of them. We'll be promoting this bowl game challenge more throughout the rest of the week, no matter when you're listening, as long as it's before the 17th. That is when it shuts down. We'll be putting the link up a few times again. Jordan Drew underscore sports crew on Instagram. Jordan Drew the sports crew on Facebook and on YouTube. I'm Jordan Law underscore PXP on Twitter. Thank you all for listening to this bonus edition of Jordan and Drew the sports crew, the perfect podcast for you.